shave. What? And also, you messing with your hair. He looks like you got that head. <laughs> Should I intro? It's up to you. I mean, if it, I can intro if you nah, want. Nah, I'll intro. Go for it. All right. Well, welcome everyone back <laughs> to the next Apex podcast. Dang, it's been a long time. Yes, it's been a very long time. I mean, we're just. It's not that we didn't want to come back. It's just uh, stuff happens. Yeah. Stuff happens, but... um, We get busy. We, we've been talking about bringing it back. And, I don't know uh, if this is going to be a a weekly thing again, but we'll try and make it as frequently as we can. Yeah, of course. Uh, So, well, if you're a previous listener, thank you so much for coming back. And if you're a new listener, hopefully we do, do what Josh just said and be consistent. And uh, hopefully every week um, we might change our plan a little bit. Every so that we can make that happen like that. But yeah. So anyways, it's been, I don't know, two months or something like that. I think it's been longer than that. I don't know. I think it? it's been longer than that. I don't know. Bro, time goes by so fast. I now. know. We were both so busy. <sighs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's, there's been so much to get through. I don't remember everything. We're not going to be able to cover everything. <laughs> oh, happened. no, no. Yeah. And honestly, this this podcast coming back is going to be kind of chillaxed. We're oh, not... we're just, we've got some beers right here. We're just chilling and drinking <laughs> yeah. and we're just going to chat. We're just going to, it's catching up, right? Yeah. We're, just, we're just chatting with the audience here and chatting with each other. And Yeah. So it's not going to be in its normal format where no. I usually have articles ready to go. And I'm usually telling you the brand's making new news. Some of the stuff might be uh, stuff that's been out for a few weeks, but we're just going to touch base, see what we think about it, and uh, yeah, yeah, just enjoy of, the mean, talk. We'll just talk about you know random car stuff. It'll be great. Speaking yes, of speaking of random car stuff, yes. Um, so first off, I got a new grill for my car. I think I've already shown yes. you that. I got the RTR grill. Um, as you experienced earlier, I also put a new splitter on my front, <laughs> on the front of my car. The air dam sits way it's too uh, low. It's very low. I it, can't that, go through my parking garage without scraping now. No, before I, before you're able to drive the Mustang pretty much like a normal car. Oh yeah, it was great. I had to pretty angle much my, like a normal. Car. I had to angle myself a little bit here and there. Yeah. Now I can't go over anything without no. scraping. Like if there's a little dip in the road. Yeah, the cars, and I'm yeah. like, oh, it's it, it is what it is. Yeah, it is. It's just. I wonder lot. if I wonder if it'll just like grind off over time. That's kind of what I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's just an air dam. I don't need it. Right. I don't really need it. I mean, it comes in handy a little bit, but right. Manufacturer probably knows more. You also about got it a little uh, spoiler going on now. Yes, just I do. I got bit. the I got the GT350 track pack style. Wing. Oh, that's what it is. Yep. So it's it not, looks good. Obviously, it's not a GT350, so you didn't get a real GT350. Right, you're not split. trying to, you're not trying to, yeah, do all that. But no, but yeah, for 120 bucks, it doesn't look bad. I'll take it. Well, it's not bad at all. Exactly. So not as much as the grill. <laughs> I can see that. Is it an official Ford part you bought or no? Okay, no. It's okay, I was gonna say it's MP Concepts through. Uh, doesn't American it Muscle. doesn't matter really? Yeah, no. <laughs> no one's gonna really know the mm-hmm. difference. That's cool. No, but I wanted to bring that up because I, I, I kind of scraping and kind of want an M3. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so we're going into that. All right. So we're going into that because, I mean, first of all, first of all, 
This was happening months ago too, where almost every podcast you say a car that you want. And I wanted <laughs> a mean, truck. Ford Maverick. I do want. I do still want a truck too. But the problem is that right now I'm like, well, I could either have two vehicles, but then have two insurance payments. Basically, yeah, that is true. The insurance is what kicks butt. Or I could just get one super badass car that uh-huh. looks a little bit fugly in the front. I don't and think it's bad. I don't. I still Anyways. like the look of it, but I like the performance. So, oh, and yeah. I like the and I like the practicality of it. It's four doors. It's got a decent enough size trunk. Well, we were kind of talking about this, and it would be perfect if they brought the wagon here. Yes, because the wagon was revealed. I think it was revealed in our off period. Yeah, it was. Um, and it's not, not coming here. It. They even said it's not coming here. Then they even reconsidered. Apparently. And still said no. They even like fully reconsidered whatever that means, whether they just had one meeting and was like, oh, should we really do this? Apparently, they reconsidered and still no. Dear Which sucks because honestly, I think that would be almost the best daily driver money could it buy. It would right be now. the best daily driver money could buy because it's an M3. It's less expensive than the RS6, so I wouldn't have to go out and spend a crap ton for an RS6. Right. Um, and I wouldn't have to spend a crap ton for an E63 because it's the mm-hmm. smaller, it's a smaller class. Yep. We don't get the RS4 here in, in wagon. We just no, get we just get the RS5. And same thing with uh, same thing with the Mercedes. We Which, don't by the way, RS5 is a good car. Yes, it is very good. Have car. you ever have you drove one? Yes, an RS5. Yes, four door or two door. I think it was the four door. Because yeah, I think there the is a little. I've drove both of them. And I like the the two door seemed a little better, well, but I don't know if it was a difference in model year because lighter. the four door I drove was like a 2018, but then I did a photo shoot for Audi, so I drove a brand spanking new one. And right. It's 2021. So, anyways, well, the I mean, it, it's a lighter car. Yeah. Anyways, I uh, since we're talking about the M3, I've I think I've already said on this podcast how much I freaking love the, th- the new three series. Yes, the G80 yeah, yes. is. Amazing. Yes, it is. It is I'm, one of the best handling cars. And it's so funny because I didn't like the the F80 much at all. No, I didn't either. And I've drove I drove four of the M3s slash M4s, F80s, whatever. Yeah. And each time I was like, it's good, but enough. Anyways, well, sort of. Uh, the G80 is amazing. Um, and if it, we came with the wagon, I think that would be like I would pretty be much drooling. the best day. I would be I would be chomping at the bit. I would be. Would all you take over. the M3 wagon over RS6. They're in different classes. I'm not going to consider. I'm considering, and I, well, just like imagining, I would actually take the M3 wagon over an RS6. Depends on if it comes with a manual. Uh, I think it should. If, it if comes, it's a non-comp. If it came with the manual and wagon form, well, how do you know that it's going to come in that way in the, mag- in the wagon, though? They I might, mean, yeah, they you, might, they might reserve that just to be an automatic car. Maybe. Um, I think either way, I I'd take it over an R6. I if, I really would. If you could get it with a manual, I probably would. Yes, and if it did come with a manual, I feel like the uh, value of those would retain. Oh yes. pretty well. Oh yes, depending on how many they sold, of course. Yeah, well, look at but, the CTS V wagons with the <laughs> yeah, manuals. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, They're imagine what, an M3 wagon now? here in America. Oh. And be stupid money, stupid yeah. money. Uh, I wish. I want one. I, I wish, want one. I wish they'd bring him here. But yeah, now I want an M3 because well, my buddy got an M3 
I told you know oh, Tyler, uh, right? Tyler, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did he drive you in it or he didn't drive me in it. No, oh. I just saw it and I was just like, Wow, now it's, I want it. It's a really good car. And his has the orange interior, which I really like. For some reason I really like <laughs> the, the orange, orange interior is cool. Yeah. yeah now yeah. granted I wouldn't spec it that way. I'd spec oh, really? it out in Isle of Man Green. Ah, uh, that is a cool color. With a white interior. Really? The yes. white interior? Okay. Yes. The green the green's a really cool color. Mm-hmm. I shot it. I I shot it when it was like when it just dropped off the the uh, the truck like within a week. I think I remember they that. They gave actually. me the keys to that. I didn't get to take it on the road, unfortunately. Dang. I know. But I mean, come on now. I mean it's it was sick. like <laughs> it was the first ones they had. I think they only had I think they only had like two M threes and two M fours and at least like two of them are sold already. So yeah. of course. Yeah. Um We need anyways. to get you some shoot some wildernesses for us. <laughs> I'm st- Definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to Passandro. We're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you for shooting sure. some wildernesses for us. I, I'm down to shoot anything. If y'all, if you have pre-owned cars, the Subarus, whatever, I'm down. Let me know. Let's do it. I, I will. I'll talk with. Actually, come on. Talk about this later. But I'm gonna pull, <laughs> come, come to Subaru tomorrow for me, just for a split second. I am not working tomorrow, so Fine, I'm good Thursday. on that. <laughs> Thursday, I'm not working either. Friday. 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 I'll see. You. Goodness. <laughs> I only work three days a week there. Huh? I only work three days a week there. Since when? Since always. What? Yeah. I don't need to work more than that there. I guess. Not for fair. how much I get paid. I guess that's fair. Yeah. And I do the with photography stuff. Yeah, no, I know. I make more money doing my media business. That's what I thought. Than my actual day job. That's how it should be, though. Now. But I make the, the Porsche thing or the dealership thing is just like my consistent money. Yeah. And then. And plus, it's like somewhat enjoyable. Yeah. Like I, I get paid to drive GT threes, GT three occasionally. Like it's not bad. Yeah, it's not a bad gig. So, anyways, um, I think I was gonna say. So yeah, I'll see you Friday. Yeah, sounds good. We're we're gonna we're gonna work something out with the Passandra. You're gonna start shooting some stuff for us one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, if hopefully, I don't know if I've actually done. I don't know if I've really done any shoots since Morgan took over. So I don't know if that changes things. I don't think so. I think it's all going to be down to management because it's individual run stores. I'm sure we can figure it so, out. We'll if, if y'all really want it, we can figure it out. Yeah, I'm and sure I'll we definitely can. do good. Wilderness. Have you drove he, the Wilderness? Yes. Because I, I don't know if I mentioned it to you, but I'm actually a really big fan of the Outback. I really I love like those things. I really like both the Forester and the Outback Wilderness models, except for the CVT, of course. But the CVT. Yeah. Like in these, you don't really notice it that much until I mean, I really never really cared. I've honestly never really off road is a good point though because I've heard the CVT is overheat. Yeah, if you if you overstress it, right? But right, it this is not a rock crawling car. It's not, not meant super much. Yeah. Um, although, <laughs> I will say I saw a video earlier this week of a mm-hmm. dude taking an outback up a ridiculously steep rocky hill really? climb. was it stock or mama? it was stock really it was bone stock I'd and like he was doing that. he was doing a path that jeep like modified like jeeps, jeeps yeah. and uh was there a bronco mm-hmm. i don't remember there was a bronco but tacomas and like vehicles like that were doing and right. somewhat and struggling Subaru. with and this outback just went right up it <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> so i've just got to say like well done, Subi, on that one. Yeah, like the out the, the the wilderness models are actually really cool. Um, and I don't I'm not a big fan of the the new Forester design to be honest. I like it. 
I don't I'm silent. I like both it. the WRX and the Forester headlights I don't like. I don't like it on the WRX. I do like it on the Forester. Really? I think it looks good on the Forester. I gotta at least see it in person. You I, haven't seen I it in person yet. Not no. Wait till you see the, I haven't the, walked the, over to Super. The regular Forester doesn't look as good as the wilderness. Now granted you kind of expect that because the wilderness yeah. is all of this. The Outbacks I still like. The Outbacks look good, yeah. Yeah. But I'm a I'm a big fan of those Outbacks. And Me the Forester uh, the previous Forester I liked. I, like I think s- looking at the new Forester compared to the previous Forester, mm-hmm. like the, the pre-facelift, um, the older one look like it looks dated. Now, like it looks really? properly dated because mm-hmm. it's, all, it's got a whole bunch of chrome on it and stuff. And the new one doesn't have chrome. It's got a whole bunch of uh, it's got a whole bunch of black instead. Gotcha. It's a lot sportier. Okay. I think we should leave that there because probably not a lot of viewers really care about the Super Force. You're probably <laughs> right. We're just we're just kind of going with the hey, flow we, here. Hey, we we warmed them, but we were interested in it. We or, warned uh, them. Kind of so. came up to it. Um, oh, um, what's it called? Performance Car of the Year, Motortrend GT3. I saw that. Yeah. I also posted on my story, so yeah, you know that's I why saw I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched the video too, or at least like they they just they didn't. It wasn't a crazy video or anything, but um. I think it's actually um, something interesting that they still chose the GT3, even though I'm pretty sure the AMG GT Black Series was faster. It's so what about faster? Yeah. yeah, Well, I guess this isn't driver's car of the year, is it? I know. That's what's interesting because I don't know if they're doing driver's car of the year anymore. They switched it to I think they switched it to performance car of the year. Screw that. I know. I liked driver's car of the year way more. Yeah. Because it's about the best driving experience. It's not about. It means that. It means that a car that is worth $30,000 can compete with a car that's worth $200,000. Right. I mean, they did have the Beerzine, the GR86 in the in the list. So it I seems like they're still considering like drivability in there as well. But so, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess. I but know. either way, whether it's driver's car of the year or performance car of the year, I Porsche, agree with that. St- Porsche still won. Yes, and I agree with it, to <laughs> With whatever with name you, they so. chose. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I haven't driven the new GT3 yet, but as far as I'm concerned, Come I on agree now. with that. Come on. You already it's, know it's amazing. Exactly. I, oh, I, I'm waiting for bought. when I get to drive it. Guess what we bought recently? What? Corvette Grand Sport. Nice. It's really fun. I didn't realize how much fun those. That's a were. very underrated uh, trim. Yes, of the Corvette. it is. And it's honestly, I kind of forgot about it. It's got the base motor in it. I think it's an LS3 that's in there. Yeah, it's still 450 horsepower. You still right? get 450 horsepower. This Rear-wheel particular drive, one was coupe. optioned with the seven-speed manual. Mm-hmm. So, As you showed with the Grand Sport. But what's nice is that you basically get like the. It's, I mean, you get the Z06 body kit. This right. one essentially had the Z07 package on this from the Z06, but obviously mm-hmm. on the Grand Sport. Mm-hmm. So you get the big flaps out back for the spoiler, um, yeah. and then it's got uh, Michelin Port, Sport Cup twos and the Aero. And yeah, it's a fun car to whip around. Yeah, so yeah, I like fun. that trim a lot. I'd actually probably take that over the ZR1. That's just straight off the top of my head. If you're just because the ZR1 is it. Well, it's the ZR1 is also just like so freaking expensive it's, right now. That too. That I wouldn't even consider it. Yeah. Not for the other types of cars you can no, get. No. No. Because you can get so much other stuff in that realm. Yeah. Um, like you can get brand spanking new R8 starts around that price. Uh, those are very different cars. I know. Mm. But let's put it that way. 
You know what I mean? It yeah. starts yeah, around yeah. the price no, to no, see what right. you're going for. Right. Hmm. So. Oh, you know what? Not that you can find one for. Sticker, yeah, because the market's crazy for a whole bunch of cars right now. Yeah. Um, talking about in that realm. I did a photo shoot with an Acura NSX lately. Yeah. And I would take the NSX over an R8. Really? Yes. Well, I I didn't that. I didn't drive it. The owner drove me around, but we drove all around um kind of some areas he knows and uh it drives really, really great. I can just really? tell from the passenger seat. Yeah. And uh <clears throat> he knows his corners. <laughs> Good. He knows his corners and the NSX is so grounded. I'm not surprised. It handles extremely well. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. It should. Yes. For the money. It also sounded better than you expect. Really? From the inside, at least. I don't. I, how much of that is piped in? I don't know. But it sounded pretty realistic to me, so I don't care. Until I find out that it's piped in. But I don't know. I guarantee you it's all piped in. Possibly. That's I very possible. I guarantee you. It's Honda. Uh, it's Acura, bro. It's not Honda. It's the same thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, and the suspension was just right, I think, for that car. The R8 is actually, from my experience, too cushiony for a supercar. It's also trying to be a bit of a daily, though. The NSX is just as dailyable, but more sporty around so? the corners. I think so. And I also did like the benefits of the hybrid system. It was kind of cool that you can drive around in fully electric if you want. That is nice. I'm not going Which to is kind of cool. Yeah. And like, and also you have no turbo lag, launch control. We did launch control on it. and You know what car goes. I've been drooling about lately, even though I know it's going to be unreliable? What's that? Maserati MC20. I was going to ask you about that. I was going to ask your thoughts on that. Did you get this? You saw it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, saw, got, you saw it at there's the There's been a couple of them. There's been a couple of them recently. There I was saw, a blue one and there was a yellow one more recently. I saw, there. I think, a uh, white one. Mm-hmm. I feel like the one I saw was black for some reason. I haven't seen a black one yet, but there's been it a white a, one. There's been two yellow ones and a blue one. Mm. Um, And, oh my gosh, that thing is gorgeous. You think so? Oh. I think it's pretty good looking. I think it is gorgeous. Yeah. I think it's I would buy one just as a just as an art piece. <laughs> oh really? You're going there now? Well, here's the thing, right? Know. That's all you're gonna be able to use it for. Oh boy. <laughs> Come on, it won't it won't be that bad. Okay, really? You it do realize be. that the first one broke down on the Howard Franklin on its way home from the dealership, right? From our dealership? Yes. Do you know why? Yes. Well, if you know why, then you shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Should I say it? Go for it. It's that, still funny. That our fuel supplier put diesel in our gas tank at the dealership. Yeah. And so, like, how many dozens of cars got diesel instead of gasoline? The only ones that I know of were an Ascent, <laughs> that one, and then a 911 Turbo. I think there was um, one of the service advisors told me a Macan did, too. And apparently the Macan was fine. What? It got diesel, except for gas, and it it went through the whole tank and oh was fine. Gosh. I don't. <laughs> I have no clue. I was I was so shocked. I was like, "What are you talking it's about?" Time to fire our fuel supply. There was maybe some gasoline. Oh, I, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure the dealership has got to be on them. It's time to fire them, like straight up, like get rid of those guys. 
Yeah, that's terrible. You should you should know better. I don't think they filled the whole tank. I think they realized like midway through. But yeah, anyways, everybody who's listening, there's a big gas tank at the dealership that fuels all the cars for all uh, seven, eight of the dealerships that we have. And they put diesel instead of gasoline. I don't understand how we can so, get, like... And, and one of the cars that they gave diesel to was a, a brand new Maserati MC20. It was the first Florida-delivered car. Oh, man. <laughs> the first Florida-delivered Maserati MC20. Huh? And it already needs a new motor. And it grenaded it. itself. And apparently, Jesus. apparently, Maserati refused to warranty it because... They said that we obviously put diesel in it, which means that yes, we have to customer pay for the yeah. new engine, which yeah. apparently they're in the fight between whether we're paying for it or the suppliers yeah. pay, or the supplier of the you yeah. know the fuel company the fuel company's paying yeah. for it. I'm sure the dealership's going to go after the the gas supplier, of course, and then it's their they're fault. Gonna, they're going to have to repay all the damages that are calculated from it. It is their fault. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you cannot Easily. blame that on us. They have to no. pay for that. <clears throat> yeah, and every single one of the other engines that right. donated that day. Right. Crazy. <laughs> you know what's funny though is, um, the there was a twenty twenty two. It was a it was the facelifted Macan that just like came out. I don't and um, look at the new Macan. Uh, we can talk about that because I drove it, um, and. Someone had just got it brand new, and they put gas in it. Yeah, but it was apparently bad gas mm-hmm. from a dealership, and they had to uh, swap out all the spark plugs and all that stuff. But uh, yet, yeah, a Macan got diesel, and it was fine. <laughs> How that makes any sense? I don't. Know. I don't even know what they mean by bad gas. I don't even know. It's like dirty. It's like not purified gas. It's supposed to be like filtered. Hmm. to be just the gasoline yeah if you have a mixture of it in something else it's not like excuse me it's not like a two-cycle motor where it's like freaking you can mix it with gas and oil and then works properly you can't have an oil in there you can't have diesel in there you can't have anything other than proper gasoline huh in it um i I never uh, understood exactly what that meant so but back to the macan okay yeah yeah I, having seen them in person now. The facelifted one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I still don't like the look of the front end. Um, I'm fine with it. I don't like and that I'm they... And I'm a big fan of the Macan. I don't so I like really that they split it. up the body, like the, the body color. It really depends. It really, really depends uh, of what option you choose. Because you know the one part you can get in body paint. Yeah. Okay. So it really depends on who. If you choose that, then that's it's fine. It's not bad, yeah. Then it doesn't look bad. Yeah. But if you choose to paint that in, or have that in the black trim, mm-hmm. it looks It's a awful. little too much. Yeah, because it takes up, it looks like a big mouth. It does. It's <laughs> terrible. Pretty much. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I don't get it. But I, I drove it. I still love the car. I mean, I, yeah, I, of course. It's fun. Really it's going to be fun. It's a freaking yeah. Macan. It's, the, it's like the best car in that class that you yeah. can get. The bigger thing, I'm a little, I'm kind of, I mean, it wasn't fine. It was honestly fine when I was driving it, but I still prefer the tactile buttons, which is actually something I liked in the Macan Four over the Cayenne. Yeah, because the Cayenne for for a while now has had the the touch buttons yeah. for your climate control and all that. And I Macan, forgot that they updated the new Macan to that. Yeah, and the Macan for forever still had the physical buttons, but now which it's looks like climbed. a freaking cockpit. Yeah, made it look like a fire jet cockpit, yeah. and I love it. And it was like, and it was like the Macan was like the Cayman 
for the of the crossovers because it still had like a very tactile feel and that yep. was and part of the interior design was that yep. but now it's kind of moving towards the cayenne where it's more touch sensitive um there's also a few other little details that are different that i wasn't exactly expecting the font is different mm -hmm. so the font of the rpm gauges is like italicized a little bit yeah and then also something else is the uh paddle shifters yeah they're like the same size but if you feel the edge it's like almost sharp what yeah it's like it like towards the edge of the back it like sh it like kind of points out a little bit that's really I odd i don't know if i really like it but yeah eh, they tried little, something different oh and also the weird. gear selector is different it's a little different but is it the did they take it to down to the little shaver no no the, no no, okay, no i think it's i think it's it's still like a full thing that you do the full motion good and it's like a it's like kind it's like of the old style. Older yeah, style. it's like similar to the old Macan, but they just changed the design a little bit. Okay, that's good. Um, that's good. Um, what do you think about the new two series? Now that we've seen those, online? I was going to ask you about that too. Have you seen any reviews of the M240i? I have. Okay, so I you have, do have an idea of how it drives too. I have kinda. a bit of an. Obviously, I haven't driven it myself, so I don't know right. for sure. But one of my coworkers just bought a 230i. Of the new gen, or yes, the new. Oh, gen. okay, really, nice. I, I like the look of it more in person than I thought I would. Yeah, yeah, in in person, it's not bad. I still yeah. don't know if I like the taillights. The taillights is the the taillights are a bit weird. The front end kind of looks like a mustache, um, <laughs> but it it, it, it kind of looks like handlebar mustache, right? You know what I mean? Like it looks like some Italian dude with a handlebar mustache, but. Um, I don't know. I don't mind the front end. The triangles yeah. up in the, for the vents are a little bit odd too. Um, yeah. And, but the the tail lights are the weirdest thing for sure. Yeah. Uh, but overall, the body lines don't look too bad. No. Um, I wouldn't say that it's a particularly pretty car, but I wouldn't say that it's a bad looking car. I wouldn't say that the old two series was really a pretty car anyway. I thought it was either. better looking. But it was it, it had maybe a little better proportions. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was better looking than this one. As a matter of fact, yeah. I thought the M2 was a good looking car. Yeah, no, I, th I think it is too. Yeah. Yeah, I, so, I, I kind of like it. That being said, in the purple... Yeah, I did see. Apparently, that purple is like the only one in Florida out right now yeah, that I know. our dealership had. Gorgeous. I love yeah. that purple. Yeah, it's a good color. Maybe I should get that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you would love it. You yeah, would I love would it. love it. But, but it wouldn't would... be uh, too much faster than your Mustang. No, I'd rather have the M3. Well, sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> of course. I mean, I'd have to wait six For months 20, to get 20, it. For 20, 30 but... grand more. <laughs> of it's course. Okay. I'd hope you'd like the M3 more. <laughs> I'd have to wait six months to get it. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, it's okay. Yeah. Wait. The only thing um, I don't like about the new 240, I don't... Maybe I should look that up. How much... The old uh, M240i weighed, because you know the this newer one weighs like 3,800 pounds. Does it really? Yeah, apparently it's 3,800 pounds. Hefty, girl. It's a little, it's a little big. It's a little hefty. And I think you can, uh, from the reviews I've seen, I think you can feel it just a little bit. It's still a good car, but you can feel the weight a little bit. Right. So let's search up. I'm gonna search up a 2019. BMW M240i weight. Mm -hmm. uh, so if what I see is correct, the old one weighed like 200 pounds less. If okay, this is wow. correct. Yeah, because I, I did not think that the old one was uh, that heavy. Um, 
but apparently this newer one's like uh, around 3,800 pounds. Wow. Yeah. She so she's a big girl. Yeah. So it kind of, it almost puts it to more like GT territory, not mm-hmm. like sports car. Because even like, even though it wasn't the M2, the M240i last gen was pretty much a sports car <laughs> as it was, it was a, already. It was a fantastic little car. Yeah. But apparently now the. I almost bought one. Yeah, you did. That was one of you had you had STI M240i and Ford Mustang GT as yep. your options. Yep, but of course the V8 had my attention. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you. There's another website here that says the older one is also possibly thirty six sixty two pounds. Mm-hmm. So whatever, wet or dry, still uh, the newer one gained like probably looks like around one hundred fifty pounds. So she's Other than a that, little bit of a thicker girl now. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. She put on some weight. It's okay. She did some squats. <laughs> well, she does have wide hips. Yes, so. she does. She's got wide hips. She did some <laughs> squats. She's ready to roar. Speaking of wide hips. Okay. And squats. Yes. Ford Bronco Raptor. Oh, Jesus. Those fender flares on the Bronco Raptor Good nuts. Lord. <laughs> they are so wide. That thing makes me excited. Yeah? Yeah, I get a little bit I, a little bit too excited. With I that didn't one. even look at what all is new on it. I mean, I kind of have an idea. But um it's but a I did engine. see I saw the images and it is so wide looking. It is so wide. And it also does have the three lights. Because it's so wide. Because it's so wide. So yeah. I'm assuming it applies to that wall. It does. It does. The, uh, it's too wide. If the viewers don't know, there's a reason why the Raptors specifically have the three extra yellow amber lights, mar- amber lights in the grill. And that's because there's a law that if your vehicle is wide enough, you have to get those extra lights yep. because I it's also, like a bigger truck. <laughs> I also really like that the headlights on this one, the DRLs yeah. for this one, run in amber rather than that looks in, so cool. rather than white it looks so sick that is so cool and i just love that literally the trailer for this thing is the truck jumping <laughs> i haven't like, seen it i haven't seen it but that totally makes sense <laughs> like literally they jump this thing like six times in the trailer like, <laughs> as you should exactly and as then obviously they should. show it rock crawling too you've got to but I want this. I want this bad. Good luck. It makes me want a Bronco. I can even already more. see dealer Marcos at 150 grand. Yeah, I can too. But I you think know that's what? perfectly reasonable to assume 150 grand. I agree, but you know what? <laughs> I still want it. Jesus. I'm not going to spend 150 grand for it, but I still want it. Remember when we were complaining that the Nissan GTR was over 100 grand? Uh yes, I do remember that. I mean, that was years ago. Yes, but like now. But that's also MSRP. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's also true. MSRP. I mean, that's not you got a point. That. But like, this is a SUV. I understand, but that's not dealers doing that. This is dealers. The yes, MSRP for yes. that truck is like sixty or seventy or something like that. It's not a hundred and fifty. I know, I know, I know. But dealer markup is insane right now. Oh, I know. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you on that. Dealer markups are stupid. Oh, I wish they'd put the V8 in this though. They won't. Uh, no, they won't. I wish it they would had be them. nice. Don't get me wrong, but they won't. It doesn't need it though. No, you're right. They, it they. I feel like this proved that it doesn't really need the V8. It's nearly as powerful as the Jeep Rubicon. You think Hennessy's going to do it? Of course. They're going to V8 swap it. Yeah, of course. They'll I'd put like a to see that. They'll put a coyote in it. With a manual? 
doubt that. <laughs> that would be <laughs> sick. I've never seen Hennessy do a manual swab. Really? But I, I don't think so. But I'm sure that they would throw the coyote in it. Yeah. If, if it fits. Yeah, if it fits. I think it will. I think it will, too. I don't know if... Have we seen any news about the um, supercharged V8 Raptor? Whatever it's, it's supposed to be called. been a little bit since I've seen actual news, but I have seen testing footage of it. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Raptors, Ranger Raptor. Oh, yeah, Ranger Raptor. It's going to be announced on the 22nd. You got to tell officially. me about that because I don't know anything I mean, about it. as far as... I mean, all I really know you is You saw that the images. I saw some images oh, on the Ford Performance... Um, the Ford Performance Instagram page... It's got a cup. It's got a picture of it jumping. Is the first picture of it. It's obviously camo cladded, um, and then going through the desert, and then going through the desert again, mm-hmm. and then it says developed by Ford Performance for off-road enthusiasts. The next next gen Ranger Raptor has been engineered with smarter technology, controlling tougher hardware to create the most advanced Ranger ever. Ford of Europe will reveal the ultimate performance derivative of the Ranger on two twenty two. At 8 o'clock a.m., I assume, via Ford of Europe's YouTube channel. Oh, wait. 8 o'clock CET. So that would not be a.m. That's probably p.m. It's probably going to be like 3 o'clock our time or something like that. Something like that. Okay. Looks like maybe snorkel on this image I see here. That does look like a snorkel, doesn't it? That does look like a snorkel. I'm excited to see what the new design is because this past Raptor uh, Ranger, I was not... Well, they've already announced the new Ranger. Is this it right here? Yeah. Is this new design? Yeah, that's the new design. That looks good. Yeah. That looks way better than the last one. Yeah, it does. I would totally consider buying it. The one thing I didn't like about the last Ranger, I don't know why this throws me off so much when cars do this, but the front end had like these small headlights. Yeah. Small headlights. But then the rear end had these huge Huge taillight housings. And to me, it threw it completely off. Yeah, it did. I feel like it has to be proportional between the front and the rear for some reason. And like (laughs) why the old (laughs) Ranger had the huge. I think I think the the Ranger had bigger taillights than the F-150. I think. uh, No, I didn't. No, at least maybe maybe percentage wise to like how much. Space to take up for the amount that, of truck. That could be. That could I be. I mean, it looked out of proportion. The front end looked <laughs> too car-like, though, was the issue. That, too. That, too. That was the issue. Yeah. What this I'm looks excited for, though, what I'm excited for, they haven't announced it or anything yet. I haven't seen anything on it. But I want to see the new Taco. Oh, definitely. I am really definitely. interested to see what Toyota ends up doing with the new Taco. Because yeah. that is like your mid-sized truck standard. Yeah, that's that's the king right now. Like whenever you think that of a mid-sized king. truck, you think Tacoma, mm-hmm. you think Toyota, and I I, I kind of want one. <laughs> ah, you want all the cars? Mm, not all of them. It's just, just like what cars wouldn't you want? Wouldn't I want? Yeah. Well, what's like the first car that you think of of a car that you wouldn't want? Maserati. <laughs> you were just except talking about for the MC20. <laughs> Bruh, how do you go from praising it to to bashing it? Except for the MC20. That's really dude. your first car? Come on now. Uh, Ghibli, you can have a little bit of fun in a Ghibli. Dude, I... Every Even time, if it's not the Every nicest. time I get into a Ghibli, I can't help but feel like the shifter is like the cheapest thing on the oh, planet. Oh, come on. I'm not joking. I don't like the feel of the shifter. It feels oh, cheap. Oh, boy. I'm just saying. You're you have a Mustang that's not known for a good transmission. 
That's okay. So I wouldn't talk crap on it. I'm still going to talk <laughs> crap on it. It's not that bad. My car's not known for electrical at least, issues. At least the base model Gimbley has a decent exhaust note. It does. It does. It's decent that's, enough. It's kind of nice. It's decent enough. And if you put it in manual and rev it out a little bit and then pull it back, and yeah, <laughs> it farts. <laughs> I would not take the new C63 that's coming out with the four-cylinder oh, hybrid. Oh, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. How are you going to go from one of the best V8s that's ever been produced to a four-cylinder hybrid? I don't know. Ah, oh, C-Class owners are... Swing in the air right now. That means that the current C class, their C sixty three, is going to be way up in price, though. Uh, over time. Maybe. Over time. Well, not, not immediately. I think it'll. I think it'll happen quicker than you think. Maybe because it ha- kind of happened with the C sevens. Talking about the Corvette. Yes. Yeah, but that's because of the transition between front engine and mid engine. I think. Well, and manual. That also helps. Yes. Yeah. But. Uh, I mean, there's a reason why. I mean, look, I'm looking at, I'm looking at, I'm like, looking at like how the BMW 3 Series has been, and like each time the 3 Series usually goes back down in value, like typical BMW uh, depreciation, and then you have to wait like 10 years, and then people are like, oh, I want the old M3. I mean, yeah, that's usually how it is for that segment. You you're gonna fall to German depreciation, and then wait 10 years, and then people are gonna be like, oh. But it might it might happen a little sooner than ten years because of the V eight. Yeah, yeah. Man. All right, let's let's tackle the whole manual Supra thing real quick. Oh yeah, we got Toyota in general. Um, let me go back to my notes. Oh yeah, I just wrote Toyota shiz. Yes, so. you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I got to go off the brain. Yep. There's two things of Toyota. I'm pretty sure. Um. Uh. So yeah, basically, Supra is rumored to have manual. Yeah, but now you've got people saying that it's confirmed. Yes, so I no, posted it on confirmed. my story. Um, oh, that's that's what the second thing is. It's related to the man- manual as well. Yes, it is. Um, apparently, Toyota is has patented. Pat- ah, I can't even say it. Has patented. put a pat- patented uh, a manual transmission for EVs. Yep, and it's completely synthetic. Speaking of. <laughs> hold on, news. hold on. Let me explain this. Ford news related to the same. Well, no, no, no. Let me go. Let me finish this. So, and then I posted that on my story, being like, "Oh, Toyota Super getting manual? Nah, EVs getting manual." Yup, 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 yup. And I've had a few people DMing me saying, "Super's getting manual." First of all, it's not confirmed. Not at all. Wait till it's actually confirmed, because then if there's we'll anything be... in this industry, you gotta you gotta know that you have to wait till it's confirmed. Because there's yes. been so many things that we've seen rumored, leaked, all that, and it ends up not even happening. Nope. So no, it's not confirmed. Wait, but I think it will happen. Um, but yeah, anyways. On the same note, go ahead. Ford, uh, it, a patent was discovered by Ford. Um, relating to manual transmissions as well, where it, rather than it being in like an EV, basically you would have the ability to not to like um, have a clutchless manual transmission. So all you would be doing is shifting gears. You wouldn't have to push in the clutch. That's stupid. I agree. That's basically paddle shifters. Yes. That's <laughs> not a manual. Yes. It's not a manual. Now clutch. the thought process is basically what would happen is it would still be a clutch, like, and you would still have a clutch pedal that you would be able to disengage and re-engage depending on so what. So basically, you're... just goes in and out of neutral. 
Yeah. Is basically what it's going to do synthetically. Yeah. So, and it's basically going to, well, what it's going to, what they're talking say. about doing is in the patent, it, uh, as you like touch the shift knob, it's like uses sensors to engage the clutch. So it like tries to like immediately figure out when it is that you're going to shift. Yeah. So that way it can engage the clutch as you're shifting. Uh, rev matching was enough. I agree. To me, the perfect balance is if you can have rev matching and then be able to turn it off. Just like in the Corvettes and the Camaros and the Caymans, and the, the Caymans, Caymans let you do that. That's that. That's the perfect balance. Yep. But give an actual manual transmission. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'd be interested to drive it to see if it has the feel, but like, it's completely synthetic. Yeah, it is. Now along so the know. along the same lines of that whole manual thing for Ford, um, the new S650 Mustang was spotted testing. Um, I haven't seen the pictures, by the way. I saw. So. If you I go to go to a, go to a recent video from Stang Mode uh, on YouTube, Stang Mode, Stang Mode, Stang Mode, Stank Mode, Stang, Stank, Stang, Stank, Mustang, Stang, <laughs> Stang. <laughs> I'm just gonna see if uh, Carbos has it. Go for it. But anyway, Mustang. so he um so he he posted a couple of videos of the new S650 testing. Uh-huh. And he noted how quiet it was. Okay. Um and the rumor mill has been saying that there's like it's going to be like a V8 hybrid thing. Mm. Um and it looks kind of weird obviously right there they kind of make it look more like a sedan coupe thing. Um it's uh-huh. expected to still be a fastback. Yeah, yeah. I it will be. 100% but I don't know how to feel about the idea of a hybrid Mustang. Uh, me personally, if it's still got the V8, I am kind of okay with that. What happens if it's all-wheel drive? That, to me, is the bigger question. That, to me, is what will actually uh, change the personality of the vehicle more. If it's, if it's all-wheel drive. If you have the capability, like, if it's a hybrid and the electric motors are driving the front wheels, and then you have the capability to disconnect mm. them and then just drive the rear wheels, that would be okay. Yeah, that's a little, that's still a little weird. Because then if you do have it full rear-wheel drive, then, but the batteries are just to the front, then it's not going to be full power to the rear. I mean, it'll still be enough power because it's the 5-liter V8. So it's it's still a little little bit of a weird balance. I mean, I would be okay with that, though, because... You're still getting over 450 horsepower to the rear wheel. I think they should just do hybrid and V8 both to the rear. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. No. Give us the old drive option. That so would that be can... an insane burnout monster. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> I wonder if you could do a burnout in full electric mode. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if the batteries are enough to do it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> No, that'd I would, be hilarious. I would like to see the ability to like decouple the all-wheel drive system, though. And yeah, like if, so if that's the big drive. that's the bigger question I have is it will they go to all-wheel drive? Because the Mustang is definitely getting to that power output where all-wheel drive is definitely beneficial. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> I mean, especially if your tires are cold and all that. I mean, the Mustang exactly. is a very a, a fairly hairy car. It is. It is. And I and got I it sideways you know. on 275 the other day. It was great. Um, <laughs> I was in, it was in the middle of the rain, and I was trying to go around this truck, and I shifted it down to fourth, got on it, and I started to shift, like change lanes over, uh-huh. 
And then all of a sudden, my rear, obviously my rear wheel started spinning a lot more because I went from sixth to fourth. Right. And um, and it got a little bit sideways. And I was like, Jeez. oh, no, I'm about to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I like quickly let off the gas, tapped the brake for a split second, and it brought it right back. But I was scared. But it got you on the edge for that second. Man. <laughs> I know. I know what you mean. And then all of a sudden, my adrenaline was racing, and I was like, all right, I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> no. a, a, a car that's that's more hairy than people uh, say it is is the Caymans. Yes. I've driven a few Caymans now, and there's been a couple times where the rear end slips on me a little bit and i'm not even necessarily trying to yeah like maybe going around a corner just a little bit and like the rear end just starts slipping mm-hmm. out I'm like what is happening yep yep <laughs> calm down but yep. nothing but i will say it was nothing that scared me yeah just a quick little movement of the steering wheel and it brought it right back that's usually the balance is. is still great in those cars and i actually like the little bit of edge that it has yeah but like there's been i think i can remember in my head like two times in particular where I was taking a turn and I wouldn't even put power. Like I wasn't even like doing like power on corner exit or anything like that to like on purposely upset the chassis or do a drift. I wasn't doing anything like that. I was just taking the corner without power and just simply the weight balance of the car got the rear end to come out. It's a little bit of a hairy car. Yeah. But I I loved it. I drove um, the previous generation came in GT4 with a stick shift. Uh, like a month ago. Okay, that was great. They're they're so good cars. They're such good cars. They're really good. Yeah. And I, uh, the and I'm not like a super experienced uh, manual driver because right. I've never owned a manual car. So the only experience I have in manuals in other people's in cars these, in these Porsches. Porsches. Oh, I mean, I learned on someone else's car. Okay, um, that's good. You didn't start on a no, customer's Porsche. No, no, I would um, not. I would not do that. No, good. I learned manual in one of my buddy's cars uh, a couple years ago. And then, but now, but now I think like my total time and stick shift is like mostly Porsche now because <laughs> now I drive them. Now I drive them. But, yeah. um, the Cayman GT4, the clutch and everything on that was so, so buttery. good, dude. And, and I brought up, I brought up the point of why I'm like, I'm not like super experienced with manual. I got in the Cayman GT4. It felt so natural. It was so easy. I need one. The only the only thing you gotta watch is with the naturally aspirated flat sixes with the GT4 and definitely the GT3. They're not torquey, so you have to kind of rev them up. You have to use so much gas. Yeah. You have to use a lot of gas going off the line. Yeah. Once you got that down, um, they're great. That's one they're thing I do fantastic. like about the V8s and the Mustangs and the muscle cars. Yeah, yours you probably just, yours barely anything I have to guess. I don't even have to if I really wanted to. I you can, can just gauge use it the without, clutch. Yeah, yeah. With, I if can, I really I wanted that. to, I could just let off the clutch. Yeah, and it just puts it, it puts it in for you. Basically. Exactly. All I usually do is just tap the gas and yeah, it and starts to go. <laughs> yeah, no, the GT3s you have to like. I'd say you have to get it to like three thousand RPM and like really? hold it there and then like get it into it and then you interesting can yeah it takes a lot like if like you almost have to get it to the point where it feels like you're gonna like clutch dump it <laughs> but it doesn't and i know because i i know because i've stalled in it a couple times <laughs> i i had it bro i had the rpms to like 2000 i think and i'm just slowly getting off the clutch and stall <laughs> i'm like really but anyways so yeah it's yeah, funny i had 
I had stalled in a GT3 a couple. The Cayman GT4s I hadn't. The Cayman GT4s aren't as bad. I kind of followed the same rule, though, because uh, naturally I asked for a flat six, so I, did, I was assuming it was similar. But yeah, the GT3s they require so much gas. Like it, it feels it feels unnatural. Yeah. But it's perfectly normal for That's that car. That's crazy. I didn't know that. That, mm-hmm. that would that would even before bad. I tried it, the, the service advisors like told me they're like. Or, uh, or maybe we were just talking about the GT3s in general, and they're like, yeah, they require you need a lot of gas yeah. to get it going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then again, 3,000 RPM on that is only a third of the RPM bandwidth. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's very true. That's very yeah, true. It revs out to 9,000. So is it really that much? I have don't you, know. Have you revved one all the way out to 9,000? I mean, yeah. Okay, good. I had to hear it. Does it, is, does it sing? Yes. Oh. And also something else that <clears throat> a lot of people may not know until you drive one is that honestly, for a and this is the truth for a lot of Porsches, but even more so for the GT3s and the GT3 RSs, they, I would say, even sound better in the inside than they do the outside. Really? They have a wonderful intake noise. Mm. They have an awesome intake noise. And that's also especially true for the turbocharged Caymans right. and the 911s. They don't really sound like much from the outside. No. But the inside, they actually sound decent. Even the turbocharged ones. Really? Purely because of the intake noise. Right. They Which sound makes good. makes sense. I mean, especially on those ones, the, tur- the turbos themselves are going to be getting a lot of, you know, a lot of cool air. Mm-hmm. Like dog. Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, take it their owner's not home. Gotta love my neighbors. Oh, man. Um, That's not too bad. Huh? It's not too bad. It's not that bad, but it's I mean, okay. I hear them all. I hear that dog a lot. Oh yeah, he's. Cute. I'm sure he's a cute puppy. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I would want him if I saw him, but you know. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. No, the. Uh, I mean, I just want a Porsche, man. I really want one too. I just want a Porsche, man. I mean, I've been driving them. I I said it in my story. I my guess Instagram I could story. go and get a nine nine seven. Now that I think about it, I could probably get like a nine, like a basic nine nine seven Carrera. Possibly. If you can at least go to the S, I would. But I want Apple CarPlay. Uh, you can retrofit it. I mean, I can retrofit it. I think there's even a Porsche installed uh, thing you can get. Oh, to get. that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it's still stock if you yeah, wanted to do that. Yeah, it's still OEM. Yeah. Technically. Oh. Yeah. That's a tempting offer. That's a tempting thought. And I'd now. say that from my experience, there's really not a bad 911. So whatever one you want to get, go yeah, ahead. Exactly. I've I've driven uh, many generations now, and they've they're all great. Yeah, I know they're all freaking. And honestly, awesome. the older you get, kind of the more fun they are. To be honest. Oh, of course. A little bit more feeling. Well, you go from. I mean, uh, when you're younger, you just care about the speed. Kind of, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you get older, you kind of care a little bit more about, like, how does it drive? How does it feel? How does it make you feel? Of course. As a driver. So there's a lot more that goes into it versus just, yeah, zero to 60 is 1.9 seconds. I hate that. I hate that. I hate it. Um, so Mustang. Uh, have you seen the 400Gs look like they're getting close? Yeah. I think I've seen a few... I've seen just videos of them on the road and stuff, so that's getting close. Has your viewpoint changed on them at all? I don't know. Did we ever get an official price? I don't think we did. I still haven't seen one. 
We are still waiting on that. I'm pretty sure. You know sure. what else we're still waiting on? What? WRX pricing. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> we're still waiting on WRX pricing. Oh, and, B- and Subaru is no longer taking 2022 model year BRZ orders. Really? Yeah, that was they as just, of like they, a, they sold the beginning enough? of the month. They uh, ran out of supplies to be able to they didn't, complete yeah. sold orders. Yeah. Um, that's too surprised. It's a weird world that we live in right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, they haven't <clears throat> opened up supply uh, orders for twenty three yet, but jeez, yeah, twenty twos are. Uh, what do you think of the new BRZ? I think that if you want a daily drivable sports car that's not expensive, it is perfect. If you want a platform that you can build your own thing on, it's perfect. Hmm. But if you are looking for something that has a um, like a, a pizzazz to it straight off the showroom floor, it's a little too slow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I drove one recently. You uh, drove the new one? Yeah. I had to really? Be, yeah. Because I sold one. Okay. Yeah. And so definitely please tell me what I was you trying to get. It. I was trying to get pressure into the dude's tires because the TPMS sensors weren't lighting up yet. <laughs> and um, it was showing that he had low tire pressure. So I was trying to get that to work properly. Okay. And um, so I drove it around to try and get pressure into the tires. And um, I'm assuming it was a stick shift, right? Yes. Because they do technically sell an automatic. They do sell an automatic. I'm assuming it's we, very low. We had amounts. one automatic come through in the two months that we received BRZs. Yeah. Um, yes. We've only received two months worth of BRZs. During this whole run of BRZs, we only have two more coming in throughout the entirety of the year. What? Yes. What? Dang. Both of them are sold orders. Wow. Both of them are sold orders. Only two more for the rest of the year. One of them is one of my customers. Nice. Um, but yeah, one of one of my wow. customers. One of my customers. Um, his car. I drove it around, and um, it was drove great. Huh? Drove great. From my short drive in it, yes, it was fa- it was very good. Nice. Um, it was very fun in the corners, as you would expect. It's very yeah. light, nimble little car. Um, again, though, I'm so used to that higher power output mm-hmm. from the Mustang that I was, you know, I I, I didn't feel like I was going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so. Man. If I were to get one, and I would totally do this if I had the money, uh-huh. I would totally get a BRZ and strap a turbo to it. Yeah. But I think that's what it needs. That's that's the one thing holding it back is the motor. And not even necessarily from factory, but I think even from a tunability standpoint, because you still have to put a, a decent amount of money in it to get yeah. just like average power. <laughs> yeah. For like, I don't know, it depends on what you're comparing it to. I think the biggest... The biggest drawback of that car, especially, let's say, for around our area, for the type of roads we have around here, is you can either buy that or you can buy a used Mustang GT. Yeah, which is exactly what I did. Yeah. For the same price. That's that's really hard. I mean, you're literally getting double the power. Yes. Double, double the, the power. power. And it's, nowadays, the Mustang corners pretty well pretty pretty well i I mean you'd have to be really ringing out the brz to outhandle a mustang nowadays yes yes my my car handles pretty well i scared the crap out of brayton the other day (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Granted, he drives a Hellcat, so he's not used to going around turns anymore. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I we were on we were on two seventy five. You know the exit to that takes you over to um uh the vet on two seventy five. Like you exit off two seventy five to get onto the vet, merge onto the vet. Talking about veterans or what are you talking about? The veterans, yes. You merge onto the veterans. Off of 275. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, and you know that really sharp right-hander? I think so. It's like a really sharp, like, 90-degree right-hander. Yes, yes, yes. Yep, 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 yep. We took it at 80. Mm-hmm. And he was scared really? half to oh death. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Tara, his girlfriend, was in the back. And she screamed. I mean, I can understand maybe she would. Yeah, but, but they're uh, not used to at eighty. I mean, yeah. that's not. I mean, that's pretty fast. I mean, for a Mustang, that's pretty quick. That's pretty good. Um, I think the Lexus could probably take it like sixty-five, seventy. Yeah, I mean, that's a normal. Normal car should be able to take it at least at sixty. Sixty, yeah. Seventy is getting close. Yeah, I might um, be able to do eighty. But we took it at eighty, just kind of right on through. Yeah. And but he was scared. Yeah, they were just <laughs> very scared. I looked over and I saw Brayton just like, ah. that's funny. It was really funny. Uh, but yeah, these Mustangs are actually good at cornering as yeah. long as you have the right tires on them. Those factory yeah. Pirelli P0s are not hmm. going to do it. Really? No, I don't think they're very good. Pirelli P0s? And they come on a and they come on a too narrow of a tire. Mm. Yeah, like it comes on two seventy five rears from factory and two fifty five fronts. It's too narrow. 255s is decent for the front. I I, I run a 275 in my front. Hmm. And a 295 on the rear. Yeah. She's a meaty You know what? If I had thicker tires like that, I'd be pretty close to you. May I might even be faster than that, I think. I don't know about I'm that. I'm doing... I, well, you also have a much lighter car. A little lighter car. Much lighter. Like 200 pounds lighter. Maybe 100. I think it's lighter than that. Your your Mustang weighs like what thirty eight fifty? I think it's heavier than that. Really? Yeah, I think so. Look it up. I think it's over. I think it's over four. What? No. I think they're over no, four. No, I'm I'm pretty sure it's like thirty eight fifty. A Mustang. Hold on, he's looking it up, guys. Thirty eight fifty. Okay, thirty eight sixty. Thirty eight. See, look at this. Man, I was almost right on the dash. Should have put money on it. My Lexus weighs like thirty six fifty. It's like ranges from thirty, yeah, all the way up to forty one hundred, depending on trim level. If you get the, I think that might be the GT five hundred because of the big Possibly, supercharged yeah. V eight. Yeah. Um. Anyways, but I do what I do in the Lexus with only two forty fives front and rear. If I had like two fifty fives, two sixty fives, it would do so much more. And bruh, you know what tires I have? Yeah. I have. I know you're the little like. I have cheap tires. Yeah, you're those like Sony tires. I mean, tires. they're decent. They're decent for what they are, but my tires are eighty dollars a tire. It's time to get some Michelins. <laughs> Actually, it's just time for if you to get I, a car. If I got some Michelins, two fifty fives, let's say. It's time for the you Lexus to get a, would be pretty good. It's time for you to get a new car. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm. I'm telling you. I'm do. Unless I just like out of nowhere make a lot more money, with who knows? Maybe I will, but um. I'm kind of bringing that thing out until it dies, until something like critically bad happens to the Lexus. Fair enough. Maybe I, the transmission blows. The engine ain't going nowhere. No. The engine has felt incredibly solid for the past twenty, thirty thousand miles. Right. I believe it. 
And you know I'm, I'm not the easiest on that car. It no, has you are been not. flawless. It has been flawless. I'm I love that car. I think it's almost time for you to get a new car though. What am I gonna get? I don't know. Go ahead. All right. All right. What car would you get me? Uh would I get you? Let's and and like just saying, even if I made like a lot of money, like out of nowhere, like potentially with the business ideas I have, um, I'd probably get a car less than like thirty thousand. That's what I figured. Yeah. So what would you put me in? Um, I would probably put you Let me think. Donovan. You like JDM stuff. I like all sorts of stuff. I if know it's you do, good. but like it doesn't matter where what country it comes from. I if could, it's a good car. I know, but you tend to like lean towards the JDM stuff. I like German stuff. I know you do, but you lean towards JDM stuff in that price range. I mean, I like Porsche more than any JDM car company. I know, but what Porsche are you going to get in that price range now? That's Boxsters. Huh? Boxsters. I mean, yes, but they're not. Anyways, all right, go ahead. I'm I'm leading you on. I feel like I could you, actually you see think you. I, you think you're, I'm going with the Japanese. I feel so like I could ahead. actually see you in a previous gen B or Z. <sighs> Strapped a turbs key on it. I don't know. I my if I got a previous gen BRZ or FRS or whatever, my dream with that is to swap the motor out with a one JZ. Right. That's my dream with it. If I was able to do all that, maybe. The, that that stock motor, I'm just not. I, you I can wouldn't still do a lot. I don't think that. it's worth building out. You can do a lot with that stock motor to make it still throw dailyable in somehow. To make it still dailyable, but have more fun. I don't know. Literally, just a turbo or supercharger kit fixes everything. Maybe with a supercharger. Yeah. I I wouldn't. I don't think I'd do turbo. Supercharger kit, maybe. Yeah. Supercharger kit, maybe. Or. Now you're talking brand new car and doing all that stuff, or I could keep the Lexus and build the two JZ. See, see the, this predicament I'm in. I mean, I. <laughs> I mean, the car hand, for for road driving it handles as well as I needed to. Yeah. I can take corners as fast as I really need to on 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 the street. If and plus I'd like and plus if I was to do the Lexus more, it wouldn't be just two JZ stuff. I'd upgrade the anti roll bars. Those wheels are getting out of there because those are way too heavy wheels. And then lighter wheels, coilovers, so it even handle even better. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I d- and the car's just been solid for me. So I don't. I mean, it's going to come to a breaking point. And also, I thought that was going to happen 20,000 miles ago. It's going to come to a breaking point. At some point. But, man, I'm, I'm telling you, it's not showing any signs of use. Just ride it out. I am. That's exactly what I'm doing. Write it out, and then whenever it eventually gives out on you at 350,000 miles. Uh, okay. If it actually lasted to that long, then I'd probably, I'd probably get into a car by then. My, my goal when I first bought the Lexus was to get it to around 200,000 miles. That was like my goal. If it got to 200, actually, I was happy if it got to like 180K. Somewhere between 180K and 200,000 miles. I was like, I was okay. I'm pretty happy. Should I ride the Mustang out to 200,000 miles? No, <laughs> no. Although I would be interested to see how the Mustang how long does. it lasts. Yeah, I'd be interested to see if it actually She's is. She's already at 70, just about. I know. Yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot of cars though. Once you get it to that 100, 120k, that's when it shows. They start to show. Yeah. Yeah. 
all the, except for Lexus and Toyota. Yeah. Pretty much. And Hondas. Yeah. Although I will say that historically the Coyotes have been very strong engines. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's why, I'm, that's why I'd be interested to see. Yeah. And, and it's not just about the engine. It's the suspension components. Oh, I know. I know. Well, stuff. you got to remember I've got Steeda suspension on this thing too. That's true. So it's not all factory OEM suspension. A lot of it is already. Yeah. Is I've even swapped out the Lexus suspension. Yeah. It started getting a little bouncy. Yeah. Around, uh, I think I swapped it out around 150K, 1,000 miles. Mm-hmm. 150K, yeah. Um, but it's just the struts and the, uh, although it was on lowering springs for a while. It was, right. it was on the springs before I even had the car. Right. Ah, uh, what was I going to say? I don't remember. I don't know. But, dude, the car's been so solid for me. I know. It's been very for good. For a car I bought for four grand five years ago. I know. Before I was even in college. Mm-hmm. And I went all the way through college. Yep. It's done you well, bro. It has. Yep. Do, do I see leg size on you? Huh? Do I see leg size? Uh, I was kind of pressing against my calves. Have so. you been Have you been lifting? Yes. I'm proud of you. Not... I mean, my legs are, this is kind of my normal leg size, honestly. Really? Yeah. They haven't grown? They look grown. Mm, no. For a while, I wasn't doing legs because I've, I'm kind of weary about squats right now. Something like, in my lower back. I've had a, like a pinched nerve a couple times. Time to go to EOS and do belt squats. I don't know what that is. Remember that thing that I've been posting in my story? The little contraption? You'd have to show me. Okay. Anyways, that's gym stuff. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think we're doing a gym podcast. It's okay. Let me see if there's anything else I want. Oh, we're just chatting today. Okay. Well, we're probably gonna end here soon. Yeah, we've been going for a little while, but we do have one other thing, and it's kind of odd, and that is off-road supercars. What? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Well, Porsche and Lamborghini disagree with you. Why? Well, first of all, Lamborghini had. That concept, like three years ago, mm-hmm. of the Huracan, that was like a more of a rally edition. It was raised, uh, had like rally lights on it and stuff. And then for some reason, it went completely in the dark. Right. They just didn't mention it. And, they, and I'm pretty sure they even like said that it was happening, and then it just went in the dark. It went quiet. A few months ago, it looks like there's uh, a Porsche 911 being tested. Now, that's not surprising. Porsche 911 being tested. That was the that's rally edition. Also yeah. being raised. Yeah. Correct. And I think it was also uh, spied just a few weeks ago as well. Um, so it looks like that's still happening. And then uh, just a few weeks ago as well, the Huracan popped back up. Interesting. So looks like we could have a new little trend on our hands of off-road supercars. I mean, off-road vehicles are trendy right now in general. It definitely definitely is. And honestly, even if you buy one of them and don't soup and uh supercar off-road it, I think it would just be cool as just even just to drive around cuz oh, it would yeah. just give you that feeling that's a little bit more uh how can I say like tossable yep. and not worry so much. You know, when you drive some of these cars, you got to be really careful when you're going uh, in and out of parking lots and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But if you have, like, that supercar feeling, but, like, also kind of the feeling that you can just kind of toss it around super easily 
not have to worry about curves as much and all that. Yeah. I think people will love these things. Oh, 100%. The 9-11 community already does this. There's yeah. a whole bunch of people who do like safari type builds on the 9-11s and they love it. Matt Farah, Matt Farah has one, yeah, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he does, and he loves that. They're thing. very cool cars. I like that. They I, are. It's I. I mean, I like the idea of just a rally car in general. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I, rallying is like. I was watching a video from Ken Block the other I day. I love rally, and I was just wa- like, I was just watching in awe. Of rally him videos are the coolest. Yes, they are. Like they, anybody that says that those are not the best drivers on the planet. Oh is my wrong. gosh, dude. I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Would you Would you put okay? Would you put rally drivers above F one drivers? They're hard to compare. I know it's it's a little different. The thing is, F one drivers have competed in rally. I haven't seen a rally driver compete in F one. Hmm. Interesting. Kimi Raikkonen competed in rally not long ago. So did Valtteri Bottas. Hmm. Okay, that's a good point. So there's that factor. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's just a matter of. Can those people handle the G's? That could be. Because you need to be like physically fit and like probably even somewhat has to do with like genetics is like, are you even capable <laughs> of taking these well, corners can you this think fast? think and see that fast. Right, right. You know what I mean? Because those cars are so dang fast. They're insane. Yeah, you have to They're be conditioned crazy. throughout your life to be able to drive one of those things right. basically. Yeah. Um. So, but yes, I... I but some of the rally videos you see of them going through the woods they are through just the snow. so impressive. It's crazy. This one particular video that I was watching from Ken Block was him on a it was called an open course rally. Hmm. So nothing was blocked off. Oh, meaning man. that there was traffic on the road. <laughs> there were animals crossing. There was people leaving the grocery Jesus store. Christ. Where was this? Where uh, they... It looked like it was somewhere in like Africa or something. Yeah, because this wouldn't be legal yeah, no. <laughs> in the U.S. No. This would not happen in nope. the U.S. at all. Nope. So this was a... Well, and here's the thing is that rally cars are road legal cars. So you could technically run the event mm. on an open public road because they're road legal. That is weird yeah but because it's a rally you would have to right. you know, have something that's not speed limited and yeah so yeah definitely so not legal it really couldn't happen here but <laughs> no. um yeah it was it was very bizarre to watch hmm. i might have to watch that definitely will you definitely do have to yeah i i just love rally stuff in general me too some I, they just some of those guys just have balls they do i mean taking some of those corners blind super blind corners at 100 120 miles an hour yep i wanted to be a rally car driver so bad when i was a kid i i still do i still i, mean, I would love to too <laughs> if i had like the 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 opportunity and the the uh, ability to do so i'd love to at least try it. Yeah. i'd love to at least try yeah i think it would be so sick absolutely all right well i think on that note, it's it's time to That's, end. That was a very good podcast. I, I like. I that. agree, huh? I like that. I did too. You're welcome for the idea. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> no problem. I told you, you just really sitting back and chilling and talking would be fun. So, um, if you guys did enjoy that format, definitely let us know. We've we want to uh, we want to try and bring this back, and but we can't. I mean, obviously, we can't do it at an every week basis, but we'll bring it back as often as we can. 
Uh, sometimes it'll be a little bit more formal like it used to be where we had some uh, had some articles to, to lay out and whatnot. Uh, but sometimes it'll be a little bit more like this, which is a little bit more chilled and whatnot. Uh, but of course, if you guys did enjoy the video, be sure to give us a follow each. D Tompkins Media for Donovan, Josh underscore Bayless for me um, over on Instagram. Uh, be on the lookout for my new clothing brand here very soon. Ooh. And until next time, we will see y'all on the next Apex.